Hi guys, it's Sandy Cruz from Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. And I'm here to show you that balanced living works. And we're going to have a lot of fun while we do this. So hang tight. Hi guys, I am back today with my very, very first full episode. And today I'm going to talk to you guys about feng shui because a lot of you seem to have a pretty strong interest in feng shui. So I recorded this first on video, which I felt was kind of weird. I feel it's weird to just talk for a really long time staring at yourself, but it was suggested to me that I do both video and audio and do YouTube. So I might release that other video that I did yesterday. I don't know how to convert it from MP4 to MP3. And these are all the things that I'm still working on. But I guess eventually I'll get there. I mean, this is what happens when you need to figure all this out yourself before you hire somebody to do it for you. Because... You know, I'm certainly not there yet. I'm just trying. So if you hear some background noises, that might be my dogs because I am recording this from my kitchen instead of my office where it's a lot quieter. Anyway, so yesterday was the first official day where you would put your Chinese New Year cures in place. And a lot of people are interested in this but don't know enough about it. I'll tell you my background. So back um, at least, I'd say, eight years ago, I started to really delve deep into feng shui. I even bought software and I was doing mapping for people's homes, just for friends. Um, I got into this because um, some of you might know my daughter at the age of five was diagnosed with a very rare tumor. It was a soft tissue sarcoma. And then I got sick pretty much exactly one year later. And then my husband also got sick a year after that. It, it's what I call the snowball effect when things just seem to snowball and get out of control. So it was a really, really weird time. And at that time, rather than, you know, sit and mope, and feel sorry for myself, I really tried to dig deep. And feng shui was actually the first direction I headed into before I went into holistic health. And, you know, it was it was something that I was really interested in. I wanted to see if there was something wrong with the energy in my home. And, you know, I even brought in a consultant and I brought her in. We That's my dog playing. If you hear that crinkling noises, the noise, sorry. Um, and you might hear slurping. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, so I brought a consultant in and this woman taught me quite a few things. We looked at the energy in my home and the flow and all that kind of stuff. We also kind of talked about renovations. So really interesting, but renovations are a big thing. So the year that my daughter got sick was the year that we changed all the floors on our main floor of our house. And interestingly enough, the um, falling stars for that year said no renos in that part of our home. And it was actually more than one part of our home because it was all the floors on one whole side of our house. 
So, I mean, again, you can look at this and go, yeah, whatever, it's bullshit. Or you can look at it and go, I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it. But I kind of look at everything holistically and I piece together really what I want to believe in and what I just, um, you know, chalk up as just coincidence, right? You can kind of do it all. So anyway, I'll tell you a little bit about what feng shui and the flying stars are about. So the flying stars, it's kind of like astrology and um, it's it uses just different like cycles and it's based on time. And so it dictates the positive and negative areas of a building and it uses space and time. So every year the flying stars change. They also change every month. I mean, that would be a hell of a lot of work to have to change all your feng shui in your home every month. Like, no thanks. But, you know, some people do it annually. Some people do it based on the flying stars of when their home was built, which is what I actually did at first. And um, then I started to follow the annual flying stars. And I've been doing the annual stars for quite a few years now. And I kind of like it there. So if you're trying to figure out directionals in your home, here's what you need to do. Because I have literally the worst sense of direction than anyone I know. So, um, uh, and like, I never really know, am I heading north? Am I heading south? I don't know. I know where I live when I'm heading south only because of the lake. Anyway, I've got issues. So if you want to figure out what corners are, what direction and what area in your home is south, what area is north, stand in the middle of your home. So go to center and hold your iPhone, which has a compass on it. Just look for the compass, or you can use a real compass. And when you stand there, you hold it at waist level, and then you're going to see what direction each room is in. So that's a really easy way. It's not an exact science. I mean, I have maps of my house that actually have lines drawn, but you know, you don't have to go that far. So this year, the south and the east are really bad. So the south area and the east area of your homes are really bad energy areas for this year. By the way, it's the year of the metal rat, in case if you want to know. Um, so the south, it uh, brings the illness star, and the east brings the bad luck star, which is basically everything. Health, wealth, business, you name it. Um, and what I've done is I've created a, um, it's an IGTV on feng shui salt water cures, how to do them. So those are the areas this year where you want to put your salt water cures. If you haven't seen it, go to my Instagram IGTV and watch how to make your own salt water cures. Because these, I would say, are some of the most powerful cures that you can put into place. There are some years in my home where these saltwater cures are so crusted up with salt that it, it's shocking. You never want to touch them. You never want to move them. You just want to add a little water to them now and again because you just don't want them to dry up. Make sure you tell, if you have your cleaning lady, tell her not to touch them because if the crusts get disturbed, you're basically releasing all the negative energy in that area all over your home. So you don't want that. Okay. So south, 
You don't want to do any renovations, no super loud noises, which is going to be tough for me because I do like my music and I do like to blare my music pretty loud sometimes. And uh, half of my family room is in the south, although the speakers are not, so it might be okay. But anyway, um, no super loud noises, no red or anything that symbolizes fire. So when I say red, I'm not talking about just the color red. You don't want pinks, you don't want oranges, you don't want purple. All of those colors symbolize fire and red. And what that's going to do is that's going to enhance all the negative shit in that area. So you do not want that. So if you have a couch or let's say you have a painted red wall, you're going to have to do what you can to mute that red in the room. Um, and what you're going to do is add metal to that area. So you can have metal objects. Make sure there's no triangular objects that have sharp points. Actually, I don't buy anything that's metal or anything that is sharp and offensive looking. Even, you know, you see a lot of lighting nowadays that are made of metal and they have sharp points and everything. That's a no-go in my house for feng shui. Anything in my home is pretty muted. So shapes, colors, anything that's almost permanent, like couches, all that kind of stuff. I don't go bright and bold with any of that stuff. And I've been, you know, studying feng shui for a long time. It's much better to add that pop of color when you want to versus putting something in there that's permanent or semi-permanent. So sorry, guys, if you have a red couch or a red wall, paint change your couch. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That could be a big expense. But what you can do is add metal colors. So in the South, you're going to want to add silvers, whites, golds, bronze, copper, metal, anything like that, like round metal bowls, like I'm sure you've heard of and seen singing metal bowls. I think they're Tibetan or something. I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot of really nice, pretty, objects that are metal, then you can also add in, let's say you have a red couch, add in a nice white um, comforter, not comforter, uh, throw. Um, so you want to mute any red that you can't take out of there. And then if you don't have any red in that, that area in the south, don't put any in. Simple. So that's what you can do. Now in the east, basically the same idea. You want calm, quiet, if you have um, like a hollow metal wind chime, you can put that in the east. Um, you don't want candles, no fire again. You want metal cures. And so it's the same for the east. Now let's go to the southwest. The southwest of your home is actually a beautiful area for this year. And so you want to activate that area because it's an area of love, career, self-development. It's like a manifestation corner too, which is awesome. Put all your pictures of your family, your loved ones, anything that symbolizes health and wellness, because of course, without that, you've got nothing. Um, then you can throw in some coins in there if you want to make some money. Um, but obviously, First and foremost, your loved ones and your health. Nothing can beat that. And the thing is, you also still don't want to add any red in there. 
You want it to add more watercolors like blacks, blues, grays, that sort of thing in the Southwest. And it's great because I have a couch there. So I love that. Um, and yeah, that's the Southwest. So in the West, you want to add wood. So wood elements and, um, which is great because I have my giant wood, uh, kitchen table and it's got really thick wood legs. It's a very strong wood presence. So, um, it's also a good area in the West to study. So if you've, you know, got kids that are in school, it's a great place for them to study in the West. Um, you want to add green, green leafy plants, fresh flowers. And again, same thing with feng shui. I was talking about sharp, pointy, offensive uh, objects. I love, what is that plant called that I just bought? Potos, P-O-T-H-O-S. I might be pronouncing it wrong, but whatever. Anyway, it has leaves that look like hearts. It's just such a pretty plant. And it's also good for air. Um, and it's also good for, um, you know, energy. So you want fresh flowers, nice green leafy plants. Northwest. That's an area that um, you want to protect your wealth and overall luck, uh, mostly for men of the home. And uh, this is an area you want to activate in a good way because it's an area where stress and overworking can affect your health. So that is in the Northwest. You don't want red or fire again. You know, it's funny because in uh, feng shui, you see a lot of the red doors and all that kind of stuff. And at one point I did have a red door. I painted it red. And then I changed that. I kind of took all red out of my house, to be honest, um, because most areas in the home, they don't want you to add red. They want you to add uh, more silver, you know, white, blues. It's it, They're much more calming colors. So that's kind of a general, I guess, rule of feng shui. So the Northwest, no red again. Um, you can add in photos of mandarin ducks i know in one area of the home so you can use this in your manifestation area i printed off a picture of two mandarin ducks and i put it in that area i kind of put it inside of a cupboard although you're not supposed to put cures hidden in a cupboard but i did whatever um yeah so i did that and uh, that was in my area of manifestation so now, in the north, you're going to want, that's an area where you want to avoid theft, financial loss, legal issues. Again, north, no loud noises. But the interesting thing in the north is you want to add red. That's the only place. This year, only place in the house where you want red is in the north. And um, you can even leave a little light on in the north. Um, that has a nice muted color like um, saltwater cures. So I have saltwater cures all over my home in bedrooms and in my front room. And even though it might have a light pink hue, um, saltwater is kind of always a cure. So it doesn't matter if you have a little color in there. That's kind of one of those things that's constantly cleansing the energy. I love saltwater cures. Just make sure when you buy one that it's not a fake. Um, so the north, you want red, okay? Northeast, 
pretty boring. You just don't want any fire again. You can add water in the Northeast, water colors. So you want blues, blacks, grays. In the center, again, kind of boring, but there is the robbery star there. So the robbery star, they say, make sure, you know, that area is uh, no red. You want water colors again. Check your fire alarms, check your um, theft alarms, whatever you have um, in the center of your home. And um, yeah, that's basically it. This one, again, is kind of a short and sweet uh, podcast, but I think, I hope you found it really informative. Feel free to, you're probably going to have to listen to this again because I'm not taking notes yet on my podcast, but I'd like you to definitely touch base with me. Tell me what you think. I am on Apple Podcasts now. You can subscribe there. I would love to hear your feedback and your rating of five stars, of course. Um, And let me know what you think. Send me a message and follow me on Instagram at Sandy K Nutrition. I'm also on Facebook, Sandy K Nutrition and Twitter. So follow me there and we'll talk again soon. Have a great week. Join me next time, guys, where we're going to talk about more exciting topics Like maybe we'll talk about our beauty procedures or how about creating healthy boundaries? I mean, you hear a lot about that in life. Let's figure out how to actually create them for ourselves. Maybe we'll even get into topics of shame and living an authentic life. So many more things to come. Keep listening, guys. Thanks for joining.